Hello, hello, this is Jason E. Welcome to the Trading Ascension Podcast. While discussing topics related to personal and spiritual development and day trading, this podcast provides thought-provoking concepts and direct energy to help us evolve as humans and professional traders. I'm logging my journey. Today's topic is systematic growth. As a trader, it's important to constantly and consistently improve your business. And I'm sure there are numerous ways to do this based on many factors such as uh, learning style and tangibles that you brought into the business that are going to be helpful for you um, in learning your work ethic and the such. However, there are some foundational items that can merge with any growth plan. So if you're interested in collapsing time frames in your growth as a human and as a trader, this episode is for you. So like we hate the drive through, let's get it in. I want to start off reading a quote from Mark Douglas. Now, Mark Douglas, you probably know from um, Trading in the Zone, right? That's a a huge book that's often talked about um, in the industry. But he has a book that's not as not mentioned as much. And it's called The Discipline Trader. And I actually I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, some of the information, it overlaps a little bit, but it's really it really uh, it meshed with me. It resonated. Uh, I resonated with the information that was in this book. So I want to read a quote. This is from the introduction on page four. Um, just for context, I believe he had just joined the uh, the CME uh, moved to Chicago to become a floor trader. And he was asking traders uh, trying to find out the secret. Right. He was trying to figure out who knew what they were doing, who didn't. Um, so it says when asked their secret of success. They categorically state that they didn't achieve any measure of consistency in accumulating wealth from trading until they learned self-discipline, emotional control, and the ability to change their minds with the flow of the markets. So three huge things that I want to merge into our conversation of systematic growth. And the first thing is is self-discipline. You know, self-discipline is a key on any goal-seeking journey, right? Any venture you take on, it's going to take self-discipline to really uh, separate yourself. And we all know that when you start something, there are a few initial hurdles early on the path. Not for everyone, right? Not always, but usually there's a few filters, a few things early in the path that make it difficult really to just filter out the people who um, aren't meant to do that, right? They're going to hit early opposition. It's going to be like, all right, this isn't for me, right? So washes those people out immediately. Now, we all know, you know, I've heard numbers anywhere from 90 to 95% failure rate in trading. So we all know the numbers. So those upfront hurdles, they're immense, but they last a long time. However, a lot of these hurdles, they're internal, right? So like he said here, self-discipline, emotional control and the ability to change your mind. If those are the three things that make a successful trader, then we can take pride in knowing that we control the, the key. Right. We as soon as we can change within ourselves, we can reach the success that we desire. You know, I'll watch interviews of traders who, who have been doing it for years and they'll always say things like, oh, if only I would have, you know, did this earlier. There are a few to say, if, if only I would have known this. But a lot of them just say, I knew what to do. I couldn't do it. Right. I couldn't do it. I didn't have that self-discipline. 
So I'd like to say that self-discipline starts with a schedule. Starts with a schedule. It starts with being able to maximize your time in a way that benefits you. Now, a few things come from from making a schedule. One, you're able to do more, right? A lot of times we we can not not we, but some people have this attitude that a schedule is restricting. I want to just flow with the day, and if I if I have a schedule, I'll feel restricted. But the thing about a schedule is you can schedule anything, right? So if you want some time to take a nap, if you want some time to to express yourself in whatever manner you do that, you can schedule that in. So being able to have a schedule that includes everything that you want to do in your life is not actually restricting. It's actually freeing because you know that you can mindfully take on task and this is number 2 benefit from a schedule you can mindfully take on a task knowing that you don't have to be split minded you don't have to be double minded you don't have to think about the next minutes task the next hours task the afternoons task you can focus because you know it's on your schedule and you know you're going to knock it out so self discipline definitely starts with a schedule The second factor for self-discipline is going to be goals and in trading, it's going to be trading rules. Because if you don't have a landmark, if you don't have kind of a, uh, a, a scoreboard, if you will, how do you know you're not self-disciplined? How do you know when you're off, right? You're just basing off results. These are undesired results, but that doesn't mean you're not self-disciplined. You know, the first time I ran a mastermind accountability group, uh, one of the traders who had an immense growth at the end early in the group, he was having some trades that weren't hitting target. Right. So we were focusing on those initially. And I asked the question, I said, "Okay, so what's your rule around this, this area of your trading? And he's like, you know, I don't I don't have a rule. I don't have a rule around that. And so. Unless you have a foundation, even if it's wrong, right? Unless you have a kind of a mark to start with, you don't know where to make the changes, right? And that's a bad place to be in trading because you, it's like building an engine. You may tweak the wrong thing. And it's also about building the GPS. And this goes for uh, the goals and the trading rules. You have to know a few things to travel any any path with a map and it's just like a gps so when you get in a gps it's usually going to ask you you know where are you starting from right a lot of times gps just assumes you are where you are so you know where you're at is very important because you know exactly what the starting point is and you can get an accurate map right and i'm going to go down a little side path here because i believe this is important so you have to know exactly where you are in order to accurately get to the destination. So that point A, where you are, and the point B, the goal, those are mandatory for growth or for travel. Without those two things, you don't have anything. You're going to just go around in circles. So you have to have goals and you have to have trading rules. You have to have something, even if you're an intuitive trader and you get to that point, 
There has to be some things that you do or don't do within your trading. Now, in life, when you have goals and you're following your map, one thing that's important is not comparing. You can't compare because sometimes paths cross, but that doesn't mean you're going in the same direction. So as a visual, let's say I'm traveling from Washington State and I'm going to Florida. And there's someone else, they're traveling from New Jersey and they're headed to California. Now, just because of the stops we made or whatever the situation may be, we happen to be at the same gas station in Kansas, right? You know, around the middle of the country. Now, if I start looking at their GPS, they start looking at my GPS, it's going to be catastrophic to their travel. And it's the same on the goal journey, you know, because you're in the same uh, chat room as a trader, because you took the course at the same time. Uh, because you were uh, in college with someone, because you live near someone. It's important not to compare because their starting point and their destination may not be the same as yours. And if you start taking their GPS and their directions and and judging yourself based on where they are, where they are, it's going to be bad, right? It's not going to be a good situation for you. So, You have to have goals. You have to have trading rules. And that's kind of my take on self-discipline. Now, the second thing he mentioned was emotional control. And, you know, emotional control, it's tough. A lot of it comes from what we spoke about in the last episode, which was awareness. And I won't go back through that. Please go and check that out if you haven't heard it. But The biggest takeaway about building awareness and all the great things, because awareness is foundational in growth. We did mention that Uh, it's going to be meditation. It's going to the ability. Honing the ability to know exactly where your base level is. Because once you know where you are as a. True human, right, when you know your I am. This is me. Before I add anything to my I am, I am tired. I am sleepy. I am this race. I am this gender. Before you add anything to that, you have that pure essence of who you are. You have that God essence. And you can only find that by meditation. And once you start doing that, then you're able to know when emotions are rising. You're able to know when your your vision and your way of acting is being clouded because you're in some type of heightened state. And when you know the foundation of who you are, you're not caught slipping by those things. Right. A lot of times we've we've acted on anger or or fear. And then, you know, later you get out of that and you're like, man, that kind of took me over. And it happens in the market. You know, I I believe that uh, Mark Douglas, he has a name for it. And uh, you know what? Let me let me flip because I want to. It's important um, phrasing that he uses here. And I had marked it on the page. But when you are clouded because of emotions. It becomes this this delusion, right? You're not seeing things for what they are, which leads to. 
the last thing of all traders that are successful is they have the ability to change their mind with the market. And you know, in the market, you have to be able to see what's happening. You know, it's called perceptual distortion is what Mark Douglas calls it in the book, perceptual distortion. And it occurs when our mental system automatically distorts environmental information by shaping and selectively excluding certain information to compensate for a conflict between what we expect and what the environment is offering us. So I, I want to say that again. Perceptual distortion occurs when our mental system automatically distorts the environmental information by shaping and selectively excluding certain information to compensate for the conflict between what we expect and what the environment is offering us. So our mind on our behalf will start shaping things in order to meet our expectations. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Now, the two disconnections there is our expectation and the market. Now, the market is reality. Our expectations, they're not reality. And it tells us in this book, The Disciplined Trader, that the ability to change your mind and be present with what's going on currently in the market is one of the keys to success. You know, have you ever found yourself just seeing the market moving in one direction and you had an assumption or hunch or just something telling you the market was going to reverse. Now, if you see something and you're reacting to something, it's hit a support. It's hit some resistance. Um, it's, it's, it's changing the account, uh, candle. That's different because you're reacting. In trading, we have to react quickly, but we can't assume. We can't guess. Right. Because you don't know what the market's going to do. So being able to change your mind based on reality is important or you're going to get stuck in that perceptual distortion. You know, you'll see the market moving in one direction and in the different chat rooms I'm in, there's always someone saying, all right, we're going to go short soon. But they're ahead of themselves because nothing on that chart says that that's reality. Nothing on the chart is, is giving that to them. So their mind is, is shaping things in order to meet their expectations. So, you know, what can you do to not have expectations of the market? Well, first off, you have to be okay with being present. And that comes from focus and attention, which is another factor of awareness and meditation. You know, I, I just think that meditation and I've heard from, you know, in, in almost every book that I've read, meditation is a key component to being successful as a trader. There's no way you can have a jumbled mind and successfully take on the nuances of the market, especially when you're you're a novice trader. And I doubt that any seasoned traders would, would do that either. You know, in the first mastermind I, I ran with a group of guys, I kind of had this, this rule for myself. I shared it with them is, 
You know, training is to me like it's like you're doing heart surgery. So whatever you would not do during heart surgery, you probably shouldn't do it while you're trading. Right. Because you don't want to kill your patient, which is your account. Right. By not focusing. So I try to eliminate distractions to the best of my ability. You know, no one's perfect. There's always times where I'm looking at the chart and in a discord or a chat room or a text comes. Uh, but as far as, you know, watching videos, um, reading books, anything outside of watching the market, which I enjoy probably more than most. Um, as far as just looking at candles at any speed, um, I try to make sure that I'm locked in. And that's a big factor of focus is being able to help you change your mind. Right. And, you know, they say that multitasking is impossible in the human brain, although we all think we can do it. But there's a certain channel switching of where the traffic has to go from this direction and then switch to this direction as your mind flows to new topics. And it's, you know, milliseconds, but there's time wasted and being distracted on other tasks and how long it's going to take you to get back focused. And that all plays a part in not being able to accept what's happening in the market at the moment. You know, I always used to play this this trick on my kids. I'd look at the side light and that side light would be showing the direction of the traffic moving in the other direction. So I'd see it turning yellow and I'd say, all right, I'm going to make this light turn green in three, two, one. And I snap. Right. Or if we're rolling up to the red light, I would say, I'm not stopping at this red light. And I'd, I'd see the light turning and we'd roll right through it. And they're like, wow. But that was an anticipation. But imagine if the lights were at random, right? It turned yellow, but then it turned back to green and that traffic was able to go again, right? I'd, I'd end up in a lot of accidents. So there's, there's certain areas of our life where we can anticipate, but the market isn't one of those areas. And self-discipline, emotional control, and the ability to change your mind and accept what is happening at the present is key according to Mark Douglas and numerous other traders to being successful. So trading. And I believe I heard this from Oliver Velez and he used the metaphor of finding a needle in a haystack because trading is about eliminating what's wrong instead of finding what's right. So. As I mentioned earlier, you can only make changes and find what's right. Really only get to point B on your GPS when you know where you're at currently. So the number one factor I want to introduce in systematic growth for trading is going to be logging information. And this can be. Journaling, taking pictures, writing down your entries, just some information to let you know what decision you made. And it's important to do it in real time because under the emotions, you'd you be amazed. And I'm, I got certified in, I think, 2011 in neuro linguistic programming. So I have my NLP certification. And when you start to study the mind, you'd be amazed at how much trust 
people put into their mind in situations where they really can't trust their mind. Things change in our head. Things aren't always what they seem. Different people can see the exact same situation and have a total different experience and a total different story about what took place. You know, there's a big movement right now about facts over feelings. And I'm all for that because feelings can distort the facts. But in certain situations, you know, the the facts aren't even lining up because of feelings. Right. So there's there has to be some neutral party. There has to be some way to lock ourselves in reality. Or else we all just float off in our own worlds. So if you're not journaling, if you're not logging, if you're not taking pictures of your trades, it's going to be impossible for you to grow systematically. And when I say systematic growth, should have defined this at the beginning. I mean, day over day, week over week improvement until you reach your respective goal. You got to consistently get better, consistently and constantly. So first factor is journaling, logging the trades, getting a a point A. This is where I'm at in my trading. This is where I'm at. This is the action that I took under the emotions. I logged it at that time. So looking back later, I can't make up excuses and say, oh, well, I might have been thinking this or I was doing that, right? In real time, logging the trade. You know, for me, especially after a losing trade, it's helpful to log in real time to overcome some other emotions that happen in the market. And this is a fail safe for um, greed, chasing after a loss, right? So if I take time after a loss, I take my time, I log, then I can get back into the market with a clear mind, right? Because a loss causes those heavy emotions just as much or even more than a win in the market. So we got to be logging. We have to be tracking. have to have pictures in a lot of cases. And, you know, sometimes charts change. So taking a picture in real time, because there's been times where I've went back to a chart with the point I entered, the point I exited. And it looked a lot different from the picture that I had taken. Right. Just just slight adjustments. Right. So. It's important to know exactly what was happening then, because not only does our mind change, but charts look different. You know, I'm in a discord with hundreds of traders. We'll all post a picture and there'll be slightly different nuances to everyone's chart on the candles. I'm not just talking about their indicators and stuff. So there is there's some differences out there. There's nothing solid. Down to the tick about what we're seeing in the market. And you can tell that by comparing and really talking to other traders. So once you start journaling, logging, tracking your progress from not only a technical standpoint, but also from yourself. Because remember, all three of these factors of great traders are qualities of you. So you're tracking, logging your business from a technical aspect, uh, aspect, executing, but also how you're executing your psychology and the things more around you and how you're doing these things more than the things that are being done. So after you are doing that, you're able to analyze. 
and you're able to analyze because you have that GPS again. This is what happened. These are my trading rules. This is what should have happened in that situation. Now, when you do that, you still have the gap. How do you get from where you are to where you want to be from an action standpoint? And you do that by systematic growth. And you do it with systematic growth. So there's different ways, like I said, depending on who you are. I want to tell you about the way I I, I do it. And I do want to say, you know, you won't hear me talk much on this podcast about trading strategy. You know, that information should only be taken from a master trader, someone with great results that you mesh with and, and look look forward to. But one thing that Mark Douglas mentions mentions in this book is that there aren't a lot of traders that are successful that log their journey. I'm very new in the trader game and I'm, I'm logging the journey. I'm very transparent. I'm doing this podcast because I'm growing. So in real time over the years, you're going to see me explode in this business and you're going to see me from where I'm at right now to where I will be. So a lot of times traders that are successful don't know exactly how they got to where they are because they didn't have a lot of um, information from the journey. Right. And a lot of times it's hard to remember the ups and downs and the adjustments and the tweaks that it takes to be a successful trader. Now, the second thing is a master trader is not always a master presenter or or someone who is um, a trainer or someone who has a personal development background. So that's why I feel like I'm uniquely qualified to do this podcast because I don't focus on the aspects of your trading. I'm not a master there. I'm growing just like you are in your business, in my business. But I do have an extensive background in coaching, from life coaching, coach collegiate sports, coach high school sports, certified in neural linguistic programming. I've been a corporate trainer. I've trained classes. I've wrote content from uh, the health system to companies like the New York Times. And I've spent a lot of time within myself in the personal and the spiritual development realm and also as a coach in that realm. So I'm saying that to say this, um, take advice on trading from individuals who are master traders. And the information I'm giving you is from someone who's experienced in personal development. And I hope you can understand that. And I hope information resonates with you as you listen to these different podcast shows. And at the same time, if it doesn't resonate with you, throw it to the side. Take what you can use throughout what you can. So let's get back on track. So we've journaled and we've logged. So we have that point A in the GPS which gives us the ability to analyze and create that point B and say, okay, this is what I needed to do in that situation. This is what I did. How can I change that? And I believe that when you see those gaps, you have to do a few things. One, you have to work on one problem at a time. When you try to overhaul your life, 
a lot of times it can be overwhelming. And depending on how good you are at change, sometimes people can feel lost. They can they can leave first base and before they get to second base, in between they they start to lose a sense of themselves. And they're like, if this isn't who I am, then who am I? So it's never a good idea to try to change every aspect of yourself or every aspect of your business. That's also one of the plights that they say uh, successful or unsuccessful traders fall into is system jumping. They want to change everything. Oh, this isn't working. Uh, I'm going to take a new course, do a new strategy, right? So don't fall into that hole. Only focus on one issue at a time. So you've analyzed. And what I do personally is I analyze and I look for that first principle. If you've heard of first principle thinking or uh, what you may call the first domino, you've looked at a week of trades, right? It's, the, it's, it's Friday. If you trade it Monday through Friday, it's Friday night, it's Saturday morning. You've looked at your losses. You've looked at your mistakes and you're looking for some underlying factor. What one mistake encompasses the most of the infractions? When you're able to do that, then you're able to maybe clean sweep more problems than you are focusing on just uh, one one off thing. So look for the first principle, look for the first domino in your trading over that week. You know, and if your week doesn't include at least 20 trades, you might want to do it over two weeks. It's going to take about 20 trades, I believe. And I've heard from many, many veteran traders, 20 trades before you're getting good data. So you take that first principle, you take that issue, and let's say um, that issue is overtrading, right? You overtraded far too many times last week. Now, you're going to make an adjustment on different fronts because change comes on different levels of our being. Ultimately, it's a change from within. And you can tell by the three takeaways of Mark Douglas on what are the factors of a successful trader, self-discipline, emotional control, and the ability to change your mind with the changes in the market. All of those are internal. So you have to change from an internal standpoint. It doesn't work to just say, you know what, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> and then next week, you'll find yourself doing that again. You have to be calculated, right? You need an art of war approach to your business and getting better. And this is how you're going to become better. And this is how you're not going to become one of the 90% or 95% of, of losing traders, especially if you don't quit. So let's talk about the, the levels of change. First off, I believe you should have a visual cue because again, it doesn't work just to say, I'm not going to do this. And when you find yourself saying that, automatically know that that's resistance. You know, there are some Mondays when I write out this three-step plan that I'm going to tell you about here. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? I don't need to write this down. I'm just not going to make that mistake again. And I know that's resistance. I know that's something inside me stopping me from being the best version of myself and wanting me to stay where I am. So I fight that voice. And I make sure that I'm diligent about making the changes that are needed for me to go to the next level in my business and also apply this to my life. So visual, right? And, and, 
And I give the example of a sticky note. Might be a sticky note that says, don't overtrade. Right there on the computer so you can see it. Now, you also want something action-based. Because the repetition of action causes change. That's why they talk about building new habits and how habits can create change. The only reason we're doing all these things, because habits alone, yeah, can, can cause change. It just takes a long time if you don't focus on these other factors. If you don't have a visual cue, you're not even going to remember that you have to change. Not until you've, you've hit that pain so many times that it's just scorched in your mind. But before it gets to that point, as soon as you recognize there's a problem, you're able to make a change before you sit on that nail for, for so long. So visual cue is going to let you know that, hey, don't forget, you've committed to making this change. You don't want that mistake and that infraction to happen again in your trading business or in your life, whichever it applies to. The second is going to be action based, a plan on how to act in that situation. And that plan on how to act, that predetermined plan is going to help you make a better decision until you have that emotional control because you have a a pre-game plan. This is what I'm going to do in this situation so I don't have to act from that, you know, old school, that reptilian brain under heavy emotions, fight or flight in that moment. I got a plan. So you need an action based plan. So, okay. When I find myself overtrading, which I can tell because uh, let's say you're supposed to take two trades today. When you get to trade two, it's time to implement that action plan. So you have your visual that says after two trades. Do this. Okay, so you got the visual and you've mixed it in with the action plan. An action plan could just be something prompting you to take different action, but you also want something action based, right? So on your log, I like to put a, a, a I use a, a Google sheet or an Excel sheet. And after my trade for the day, after I've determined that, I put a black line, right? I, I black out that cell so I know when I hit that area. It's a visual cue while I'm logging that trade. Like, oh, you should be done. Okay, let me check my P&L. Let me check these other factors because this is saying I should be done. So it brings it to my awareness. So that's an action based, right? And the last thing is you need to address the problem from the roots, which is the beliefs, the mentality That was behind that decision. And you can do that with, you know, I I have a book called uh, The Guide to Emotion Free Trading. And it has tons of meditation, visualizations, a lot of things that are focused around psycho-cybernetics to help you change. So you want to visualize you want to meditate on it you want to have something that addresses the action that you took in your mind in your psychology by doing these three things you are more likely to overcome a trading or a life infraction than you are by just saying oh i'm not going to do that again at the same time 
when you are conscious of something, not knowing you do it, when you are aware of it, which means that at the moment it's happening, you know it's happening. When you're able to bring that awareness and push that awareness lines back, bad habits drop off automatically. But there are some steps we need to take to build that awareness. And I believe those three steps can do that. So I hope you're growing week over week in your business. If you apply some of the information here, it's going to help you. Can't not help you. Take what you need. Disregard what you don't. This is Jason E. at the Ascension and Trading Podcast and the Trading and Ascension Lifestyle. However you want to put it. Thanks for listening. 